Yes, hello. Jeff here. And yes, I'm still sick. But I have returned to my comfort zone. My comfort zone consisting of 12 tiny sweaty men jockeying for position in my heart and on my cock. Welcome to episode 27 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. But this week will be a change of pace. And it isn't just because I'm back or that this episode will be longer than 10 minutes. It's because I'm not alone and it's a change for both the show and my life. Because today I'm joined by this bitch that I live with, both the bane and joy of my existence. Adela is going to be joining me on the show today. Hi! She watched wrestling with me about a year ago, but has no idea who these wrestlers are. So it should be interesting. Last week, Tazawa was announced as the number one contender. Well, kind of. For Tony Nice. well, apparently my phone corrected niece and put bear so tony bears cruiserweight championship also the Singh brothers still suck it is tuesday may 29th and we see jack gallagher and umberto carrillo backstage from last week apparently it was filmed gallagher challenges umberto carrillo for this week there was a horrible silence at the end of that segment Oh, it was so bad. What were your impressions of these two? They have some kind of, like, novella-type relationship that I'm just getting off of them. It's not really that great. Yeah. It's just really bad acting all around. I'm super impressed by that really awful mustache the little man has. Gallagher's mustache? Yeah. (laughs) My first, I was like, oh my god, what a pussy tickler. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you would get, like, one hair of those stuck up your asshole and you would just say, go home. (laughs) Get out of my house. Yeah, his mustache is his, it's his look, I guess. That's one of the, that and his very alabaster skin. It's just, I don't know, I don't like him. He reminds me of mozzarella cheese. (laughs) His skin tone is the color of mozzarella cheese, right? Skin tone and his body has a consistency of mozzarella cheese. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's move on from that because it is time for our opening contest. And making his way down to the ring is Brian Kendrick. Ew. Yeah, his pants were lime green and tiger print. He looked like he had frog stretch marks just like frog legs and like the upper trunk of an oversized baby just all soft no no definition and then let me talk about the thing that actually disturbed me he had no lips yeah no lips whatsoever he looked like a burn victim he did have burn victim lips (laughs) you're very right so um yeah well As much as I didn't like his pants, there was something I did like, and that was the theme, the entrance music that followed, because the greatest entrance theme ever comes on as Mike and Maria Kanellis make their way down to the ring. What did you think of Mike and Maria when you saw them? I I thought Chucky, like, brought, like, a muscle doll with him down the 
down the little like pathway. Like Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, Stretch Armstrong and Chucky made their way down the little pathway, mm. and it was terrifying. I don't really like her. No, I don't you know don't who like she Maria. is. She's scary looking. That nose looks like it's giving way to gravity. That's okay. You can be wrong every now and again. Oh, okay. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> the match starts, and Kendrick is immediately on the offensive. He briefly locks in his Captain Hook submission, but Canales goes outside. He takes a powder, and Kendrick pursues, which turns out to be a mistake, because oh, no. Canales eventually takes over and just throws him into the barricade. Um, and Maria plants a nice smooch on him. Oh, it was cute. Yeah, I'd say he's a lucky guy. It was cute. I'm not going to lie. That was cute. It's, you know, when you're really untalented, you find time to do stupid things like that. <laughs> I, the one thing the one thing I will say about this match, which it happens with a lot of 205 live matches, is the crowd is just fucking dead. There's no reaction from the crowd whatsoever. And it's a shame because a lot of these matches are, I mean, generally, they're they're decent matches. I mean... They're better than 95% of the Raw and SmackDown matches that you see. They are really impressive. I like how they 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 move aerially. They have like all these really fun and, you know, flamboyant movements. But this crowd is not having it. Yeah. Like, put up some TVs or something. Really let them see what's going on because they're just dead silent well the worst part is there are there's a big screen that shows everything yeah and uh, so everybody can see everything it's just that they're not reacting yeah um anyway they they go back into the ring they exchange a bit nothing really crazy um but the captain's hook does get locked in again but mike makes it to the ropes um and at this point after they have a suplex spot off of the stairs onto the floor, which actually looked very painful because mm-hmm. Mike bounced off the floor when he hit. Um, Aiden English decides to say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And <laughs> at that point, I don't like Aiden English anymore. That's the, that's the turning point. I like the guy. I officially don't like him anymore because I, that saying, he, he, first of all, that's my gimmick. I say old man gimmick. I, I say old man shit all the time. Yeah. He's stealing my gimmick and it's a fucking shitty one. Yeah, he can't really speak excellent English, as I noticed that today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he sounds he sounds very like Ernie from Bert and Ernie. Yeah, like he, he's just <laughs> can't even. <laughs> what's good for the goose? Is good for the what's gander. good for the goose? Good for the gander. <laughs> Do it again. No, <laughs> so. Um, basically it breaks down and Kendrick hits his, uh, he goes to hit, no, he does. He does hit the slice bread number two. He tries it twice. The first time he misses, the second time he hits it. Um, but Canellis rolls out of the, tries to roll out of the ring. Uh, Kendrick kind of catches him right on the edge, rolls him back in. It's only a two count. Canellis hits a few super kicks and eventually hits the, essentially it's the crossroads. Uh, and he does get the three count, which I really didn't expect because he, he just doesn't win. He doesn't mm-hmm. ever win. Um, what were your thoughts on that match overall? Um, you immediately said as we were watching it, he never wins. Yeah. And I believed you because it just looks so bad. But I was really impressed on how his, um, what's his name? Frog Legs. Oh, Brian Kendrick? Yeah, Brian Kendrick. His ass jiggled so well when he hit the ground 
And you guys have to catch that. I don't, I don't know if you could put that in at, like, any time. Like, what exact second mark is uh, that? I don't feel like doing that work. <laughs> it's not worth it just to see Kendrick's ass jiggle. Just do it in slow motion. But I was impressed overall over the gimmick of the Canellis. <laughs> and, um... Um, Brian Kendrick, he he looks really old, but he can move. Yeah, yeah, he is. He I think he's he's like thirty seven, thirty eight. Um, so at the end of the match, uh, the Canals just celebrate, uh, and then they cut to the announcers. And hey, there's Vic Joseph. Remember him? He was the the little nerdy guy who was uh, announcing at our live event. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, I immediately saw his face. I said, "Oh my god, that's him!" Yep. Oh god. By the way, he looks so bad in, like, real life. Yeah. Real life him. He looks like the Slender Man. Yeah. Just, he does. He just looks like the Slender Man. Um, so at this point, we go backstage. Uh, we see Tony Bear chatting with, uh, you know what? I'm going to put you on the spot, and I'm going to make you give, you know, you know who, a certain name. Captain Dribble. Captain Dribble. Captain Dribble and Tony Bear backstage, and they're chatting, and Tony says he wants to be a fighting champion. At this point, they're joined by <laughs> Akira Tozawa. I'm sorry, I just thought of a better one, too. What? <laughs> the PP Conquistador. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go with that one. The PP Conquistador. Um, Akira Tozawa joins them, and Tony Nese makes a point to saying, I don't really want an official number one contenders match. I just want you to make him a number one contender. And I want to fight him because he's the best. Yikes. And at this point, Captain Dribble mm-hmm. uh, says that he's very busy. And he yeah. he has a lot on his plate. and He'll take it into consideration. And honestly, I don't care about this whole segment. Yeah. Tony, Tony Bear's whole... His whole run as a champion... I'll just give you a little breakdown. His whole run as a champion has been meaningless. It's been horrible ever since he's been champion. It's boring. I don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Him, the build to him winning was so much better than him actually winning. And it's just he's boring. He's plain. So I this didn't mean anything to me. Um, and then we move on to demoted gang grunt Davari. And he's backstage at some fucking horribly staged, like... Little trainer's room. room. It yeah. was like it was supposed to be a trainer's room, but there was like posters on the wall, including you pointed out there was one on the door. Yeah. There's a poster on the door. There's post two posters on the door. There's like a poster in the background. There's baby oil yeah. in like set up. Um, if anything, it just looks like one of those really badly staged amateur porns, like <laughs> Japanese porns, you know, it, with yes. a table and everything. Like, here comes your little. I'm not going to say it. Why? I don't know. I feel that sounds bad. But, you know, when the doctor takes advantage of, like, <laughs> the person. Yes. <laughs> yes, I, I, I got you. You're like, this is going to go bad real quick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really a terrible setup. Um, apparently, basically, he just had gotten stitches in his ear. Oh, wow. Uh, and it was because of Oni Lorcan. So he calls out Oni Lorcan and he wants to get even with him. I I don't know if I had my glasses on at the time when I was seeing that, but I honestly thought it was the the one guy from the Mummy. Oh yeah, the, <laughs> the villain from the Mummy. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, he's doing wrestling now. It's like Ar- Armand 
something. Yeah, the guy who opens his mouth really wide and goes. <gasps> oh yeah, it did look like him because he he used to have a full head of hair like not even two weeks or three weeks ago, uh-huh. but he decided to go bald. I don't know why, but it's not a good look for him. Uh, so at this point we're getting another match, but it's not the Jack Gallagher match that we were told was going to happen. So that means that there's going to be three matches and that this one's going to be a squash match. Noam Dar makes his way down to the ring. It's his return to 205 Live. We haven't seen him in quite a, probably a good month and a half. Um, and my question is why the fuck would he be getting a squash match? He's been at 205 Live since the beginning. Uh, usually you do this to build a new guy up. But whatever, I guess. Anyway, he's going against a guy named Mike Karma. <laughs> namaste ass. Yes, he has namaste on his ass. And he's standing like he's just holding in a shit. He's literally standing there yeah. with his shoulders like outward and stiff as a board. Um, this match was fucking bad. Yeah. Um, Noam Dar, apparently he's a heel again. This is just what happens. He was a heel originally, Mm -hmm. and then he got injured and he came back and he was just a face. Like, there's no reason for it. There's no, there's no story behind it. And now he's come back again and he's a heel again. Just because. You know? He struck me as a try hard with a heel. You know, like, being a bad guy. Yeah. Like, Oklahoma sucks. I'm like, yeah, everybody knows uh, Oklahoma sucks. Yeah. You know? But yeah. we don't say it. Yeah, he... <laughs> he he won the match, obviously, in it was just boring fashion. And like she said, she, he did get an interview after this after this match. Um, he keeps saying dafties. I'm not familiar with that insult. I'm, um, it's like when British people or like, I guess English people, they call someone daft. Like, are you thick? Okay. You know, like thick in the skull. Are you dumb? So he's basically saying like, I'm here to kick these dummies asses. Mm. But, you know, I feel like his character could use some finesse. His character's always been a little mediocre. Yeah. Um, it's, just... it, it's still better than when he was fucking trying to fuck Alicia Fox. Cause that shit was terrible. Alicia Fox. That's all he would say. <laughs> it was the worst shit ever. Gross. Um, yeah, nobody's reacting to him in the crowd until he says Oklahoma sucks. Which draws is just like, yeah, boo, we like Oklahoma because we we live there. Oklahoma. Uh, God. Then we go back to the backstage area, oh, no. and the piss god is seen yet again. Yeah. Uh, he's chatting with. I think it was not Dasha Fuentes. I felt so bad for her because she was obviously, like, missing her words because he smelled yeah. so much of piss. Yeah, I mean, he was probably pissing on her shoes. Yeah. That's probably why she was distracted. She was like, oh. She, he probably told her, just, I'm just going to be pissing on your shoes, just ignore it, yeah. and just interview me like you yeah. would. Yeah, time's not up on this piss. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, it's just, he's constantly pissing. Yeah. Just... He, he, he's constantly pissing. So, he was probably pissing on her feet. She was stumbling over her question. Um, she called Akira Tozawa the champion, which could be a, a spoiler. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but anyway, he inter- they're interrupted when R-Truth is seen backstage um, with his 24-7 title belt. So Drake Maverick decides to put a kibosh on the interview and chase him down the hallway with his dick out and he's ready to piss all over R-Truth. Come here, I can get you too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um... 
That was fine. They're working the 24-7 into the 205 Live, which is good. Plus, you know, Drake Maverick is, you know, he's a very strong part of that storyline so he's far. So, so busy. It makes sense. Yeah, he has a lot on his plate. He, I, I had to fucking cover the three shows last week, and I thought I was going to get a break from this asshole. But he was in, he was on fucking Raw, he was on SmackDown, it was, nice. it was fucking, I couldn't get away from him. And now I see him in two segments already. This, this is what, my, like, some college girls must feel like when they see their rapists everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly that. I see him in my nightmares. Yeah. It's fucking bad. He's just sitting there looking down at me. I'm looking up at his face while the urine's just pouring Randy on my face. Therapy. And then he whipped his dick out. And I thought the worst was going to happen. But no, he peed on me. It was pissing as it came out. It got on the walls. It was terrible. It smelled like Brussels sprouts. Oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's the worst. Um, now we get to see everybody's favorite incestuous child, Oni Larkin. Um, yeah, and he delivers a promo with the personality of a sack of potatoes. He says that he'll give Davari another set of stitches to even out his face. And then he finishes the scene. By but, making his face look like he just queefed. Yeah, it was like a half smile. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it was. It was, it, it was barely anything of note. Uh, it's just setting up for those two wrestling, I guess. Um, but it is now main event time as Jack Gallagher, who still has evil person music, but I, I thought he was supposed to be a good guy at this point. Um, and apparently, he has chest hair that I noticed. He has like a little tuft of red chest hair. Don't even um, get me started on Jack Gallagher and how horrendous he is. First of all, he walks out to this shitty-ass music, and he's wearing straight-up fucking Depends. Nobody can tell me otherwise. He's wearing Depends with these bumblebee little yeah, fucking shit. Yeah, bumblebee flying. I don't know what that's yeah. about. And, and I'll get to him later, because his fighting style, I've never seen, you know, 205 Live ever in my life, but this was infuriating. Okay, so, yeah, he comes down, I, this chest hair, like, I, I, I never noticed it because it's just, it's so thin, and it's on his white skin, so I think it just blended in. Mm -mm. Um, uh, anyway, enough of him for now. Uh, Carrillo comes out, uh, I, I don't, I don't like his cape, I think it looks stupid, I think it's very silly looking, um, um. there's plenty of other wrestlers who wear a cape better. Look like a really bad transformer. That's... I don't know what he was going. It was like a Power Ranger. Cape. Yeah, like it Power wasn't... Rangers. Yeah, like Thunder Rangers. Thunder Rangers. You know, like they had the Power Rangers and they had like the Thunder themed ones. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. Come on, get it together. Oh my god, this is good. who invited you? You did. Um, it's funny because Aiden English welcomes him in with an. Mmm, here we go. You could tell he's got a big fucking... <laughs> he creamed himself. Yeah, he's fucking heard his dick hit the fucking announce table. Um, and during this match, it starts off, they kind of go back and forth. They're, they're just chain wrestling. They're exchanging holds. Um, and Aiden is being asked a question by, I believe it was Nigel. And Aiden doesn't answer. And he says that he was distracted by Dimple Island. Oh, no. What the fuck does that even mean? He was obviously 
remembering some foreplay from his cheeks before. It was horrible. Like, it's not even a... Like, if you're trying to make a funny joke, think (laughs) about it a little more. Like, don't just say to... Don't say dimple and whatever comes to your mind. Like... He has a man crush. I, I, I'm just, I, I already don't like Aiden at this point because of earlier with the fucking goose and gander shit. And then he's going to come back and say he Dimple said Island. something else that really like threw me off and now I can't remember it, but it was just, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's, he, he needs to stick to what he's good at. And that's talking about Nothing. his experience as wrestler, as a wrestler. <laughs> that's at least like it gives something to the match. Not him trying to make fucking jokes, because he can't do it. Um, this match was supposed to contain a bit of, like, comedy. Um, there was a spot where they kind of did headstands on each side mm-hmm. of the ring. I like that. That was pretty clever. The yeah. monkey see, monkey do thing. Yeah, yeah. And and then Gallagher got frustrated, and he ran over and kind of shook the ropes to get him off the, to the top. And um, I, I will say, like I said, I thought Jack Aller was supposed to be a good guy, um, but he came across very heelish during the match. A lot of stomping, a lot of punching, a lot of very really, spiteful. Yeah, like uh, his style was always kind of like to be smart in the ring and being able to like put some missions together, and yeah. And then every now and again, he would throw a drop kick, or he would. You know, hit him with a really hard punch, and he—he, I feel like he's gotten less athletic looking as he's been in two hundred five live. He—he looks—he doesn't have any definition anymore. He used to have muscles, he just doesn't have them anymore. Well, I mean, you can't really build muscles if all you're doing is these really half-assed grappling little hook things that he does. That whole thing where he was basically—he had Carrillo, and it just kind of looked like they were playing um, thumb wars. <laughs> you know, and it was just like, I'm going to flip your hand this way, and then I'm going to flip your hand this way, and it's going to look really cool, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't look cool at all. I was like, where the fuck is this going? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, and English is like, oh, my God, he's like a fucking wrestling mastermind and all oh, this shit. I and I was like, I know. Uh, okay, stop cramming your pants for all of two seconds for this mozzarella stick. <sighs> um, so, Kurio basically countered these he did some he did some chain wrestling some some submissions but he did eventually uh go to what he's no best known for and that's his aerial moves that's his crazy flipping moves oh those are really cool yeah you can't lie those are pretty no they're very impressive a little uh, some of them are um i i think and i've said previously i think they're sometimes they're just too flashy like they're not why would they be effective like, mm. they should at least still be effective, like, mm-hmm. or or at least give some sort of air that they would, like, the opponent couldn't just be like, oh, I see that coming. Like, yeah. he, he used to do one where he would roll backwards once and then do a backflip okay. onto the guy. Like, why would he need to roll backwards? What is the point of that? Besides just, why don't you just do a backflip on him? Yeah. You know? And, and he didn't do that in this match. He just did a backflip in this match. Yeah. Um, to, to, uh... You know, maybe he's he's kind of eliminated some of the moves that I I said it's just silly for him to be doing them. Although he did do one I didn't like, which was uh, he kind of did like a handspring off the ropes. Yeah. And uh, Galler was like laying on the ground and he like grabbed his arm while he was laying on the ground and they did some sort of flip arm thing. 
And I was like, there's no way that's even viable. You can't pick somebody up from their arm as you're flipping. Yeah, no, I saw that. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why would you pick him up? Like, why wouldn't you flip on top of him? Yeah. Yeah, what is that, a moonsault? You, like, the backflip? Yeah, you yeah. flippity-floppity and you land on the person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my technical terms. Yeah, you got a technical, you got a moonsault in there. <laughs> she she knows she's seen wrestling. <laughs> um, uh, the other things that kind of happened, there was a belly belly to back suplex off the top rope that Jack Aller did the Curio. Um, and then, oh yeah, so I thought it was a spot of the match was uh, Gallagher was outside and Curio was kind of by the barricade mm-hmm. and Gallagher charged him. And Carrillo just kind of took his momentum and arm dragged him into the barricade. Mm. Now, this this looked so brutal. Mm-hmm. He was, I think Gallo was a little too close to the barricade when he started flipping into it. Mm-hmm. So he immediately smashed into it. And it was loud. Was this before or after they landed one of those really big kicks to the face? Uh... This was... Like, towards a little towards the end of it. This was before, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was before. Because okay. um, he didn't have that... No, this was after. This, this was, was after. after cause because he, he did have the red because the face. Because Gallagher gets kicked in the face at some point. And I... That, that, the face that he had immediately was not like, I'm selling this. It was... It was like, I'm going to kill you, and I don't care if you tell mom. Like, <laughs> like, it was just one of those things, like, when you're play fighting with your sibling, and you hit them too hard. Yeah. You know, you guys both take, like, a... <gasps> <laughs> yeah, that, he, he did have a little bit of a, um, an aggression. Yeah, because after that, I was like, they're fucking each other up. Yeah. Yeah, it did, it picked up a little bit of pace, um. Gallagher hit his gentleman's dropkick in the corner, followed by a suicide dive, and uh, Carrillo eventually wins with a twisting splash, which is not his actual finisher. He was doing something called the Aztec Press, which Mm -hmm. I didn't ever really like. Mm -hmm. Um, First of all, because he could never land it properly. And second of all, it just didn't look that painful. Mm -hmm. It was he would do the headstand on the top rope, Uh and then he would bounce off, land on the ropes in the side with his legs, and then backflip onto the person. Yikes. And he would... I swear to God, he never landed that fucking thing right. He would <laughs> land with his knees on the guy. He would land off the... You like, know, barely hit it. makes perfect. I, I think they put the kibosh on it. So now he's doing this twisting splash, which is, I think, a better-looking move. Um, and that was for the three-count. So uh, I, I think it was a decent match. It I, wasn't. I was very impressed. I don't. I don't think it was as good as the first match. I think the Canellis really? and Kendrick match was better. Yeah, it was more hard hitting. Really? Yeah, absolutely. I, it was more hard hitting. This one just had a lot of a guy. It had Carrillo flying through the air. I can't get through that whole entire Canellis gimmick. Like they're like a soap opera thing. Yeah. I can't get through it. It is really. It's soft. It's, it's better than just being a generic. Oh, and the person. opportunist on your ass is not a good look. Yeah. No one, it's it's not good. I uh, can't express enough how bad this is. Is it as bad as Namaste? Nah, because like... <sighs> Namaste's worse. Like, I don't know, I feel like they're tying tight. You guys should vote on that. Namaste or the opportunist on your ass. Would you rather have Namaste or the opportunist on your ass? It's fair. Um, yeah, I, overall, like I said, I think the episode itself was okay. Uh, the Noam Dar match, I, I could have really done without that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and as for the two, I think, uh, I mean, either of these two matches could have been the main event. Uh, usually, we, uh, the, Adam was spoiled when he fucking covered 205 Live. There were some, there were some good episodes. Um, this was kind of like the, the cool down after the pay-per-view. Well, I guess last week was after the pay-per-view. But anyway, this was just like a cool down, kind of getting some stuff going again. Uh, I guess that'll probably be the end of the Gallagher Carrillo feud they thing. They squashed it out really well. Yeah, they shook hands they and shook hugged hands after the match. They shook hands and hugged, and, and you know they really, they really, you know, found yeah, but, like even ground. But as Gallagher was walking up the ramp, they kept showing him, and he just looked he angry. His yeah. But I think it's because he really were hurting each other. Like I think Carrillo had like a little mark on his face. There's at one point where like okay, we're completely glossing over. Won that whole entire thing where, uh, was it, Carrillo went through the bottom of the, like, the, the, what's that called? The, the rope. The rope, yeah, he went through the bottom of the rope, goes over Gallagher, and Gallagher grabs him by, like, the belt strap and throws uh, him into the wall. Yeah, yeah. That was brutal. Yeah. Um, you got several face kicks that are obscene, you know. Yeah. Well, I that think... was in the Canellis match. The Canellis match was the one where they were kicking each other in the face. No, they kicked each other in the face in this one. Well, no, Gallagher's, like, notorious for not... He does, like, a drop kick. Well, not Gallagher. I'm saying Carrillo hitting Gallagher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So then you had those, like... At one point, I'm like, wow, okay. And then you had where, um... What's him call it? Carrillo um, throws Gallagher into the barricade. And as they're, like, panning the camera off, you see that huge dent. Yeah, in the you barricade. Know, I... 